If you're looking for trouble, you've come to the right place. The baddest biker bar in the investment world, The Danger Zone. Yes, it's The Danger Zone on Money Life, where we talk with the experts from New Constructs, which evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. And it does it by digging in at the footnotes level and working back up. It is discounted cash flow analysis meets forensic accounting. And it often finds that the picture you might see at skin level is really only skin deep. If it's misleading and working for you, that would make something attractive. We normally talk about the stuff that's working against you and is therefore dangerous. David Trainer is founder and president at New Constructs. He joins us now. David, great to have you back on Money Life. It is great to be back, Chuck. Thank you. Who's in the danger zone this week? Biotechni. Danger, danger. Biotechni. It's ticker symbol tech, T-E-C-H. And this isn't a zombie stock. This isn't anything like that, David. But given the timing, since we're getting into earnings season, this is a company I suspect that you see headed for trouble when earnings come out. Yeah, this is one of our, our uh, earnings distortion score calls. Biotechnies earnings are overstated by 32%. The street estimates at 45 uh, cents a share, and we've got 30 cents a share. And we think the street estimate is overestimating because of unusual hidden gains that have been hidden or buried in their numbers for a while that are unsustainable because they're unusual. And therefore, this company is a much higher risk of missing than other companies. So help everybody understand, because of course, you got to look through the accounting and figure this out. This is where your process of digging in helps. Like, what is an unusual gain? Like, what's what's the unusual circumstance that we're talking about here that was obviously a one-time situation, not a recurring situation? Yeah, I'll break it down. We've got 11 cents of unusual gains from hidden items. That means stuff in the footnotes and in some examples. Uh, as you'll see in our report, we detail it super clear. There's a $12 million gain in the fair value adjustment to contingent consideration payable. That's on page 50 of the 10K. Uh, there's a $10 million in acquisition-related gains bundled in SG&A, page 37 of the 10K. And then we net out of you know, 0.4 million, 0.8 million, 1.3 million in other charges and another 1.7 million in restructuring. So we're capturing all of them, but it nets out to 11 cents a share, 18 million bucks total, 11 cents a share. And then on the reported side, in the income statement, we got 49 million of unusual gains. Uh, that's 30 cents a share. And almost all of that, well, all of that, almost all of it, is a, a $49 million gain on investment bundled in non-operating expenses uh, in, the, in the 10K as well. Uh, there are a bunch of smaller things. There's some foreign currency gains, 0.7 million, 0.4 million in rental income. That's non-core, 0.04 million in miscellaneous income. And then we had to net out from there additional costs, unusual costs, and 1.8 million in real estate taxes. Let me ask a question, David, that is born out of the fact that, you know, for you guys, it's two sides of a coin. It's most attractive, most dangerous. And we're always talking about digging in at the footnotes level. And if it works for you, it's attractive. If it works against you, it's dangerous. Would this company have potentially been attractive, say, a year ago? In other words, when it had hidden stuff that wasn't on the books, did it have a positive surprise? Or could you have identified at that point using the process in any way, a positive surprise because what you've got is hidden unusual gains. Well, if they were hidden 
and nobody saw him coming, like before they showed up in the books, you know, when they got recognized, was that a, a thing? Like, did this company get a benefit at one point and this is the payback? Uh, you know, it does show. I'm looking at, our, our, at the history of core earnings compared to reported earnings. And in 2021, core earnings were higher than reported earnings. And then, and core earnings have really, you know, trended up in, in 2022, but there's a huge increase in gap earnings in 2022, way bigger than that in core earnings. But you're right, you know, gap earnings actually went down in 2021 and core earnings went up. So you had the opposite uh, going on. So that's why this is a more short-term sort of indicator, Chuck. It's it's not a long-term investment sort of strategy uh, as much as our overall ratings, right? Most attractive and most dangerous. It's more like, hey, these guys are likely to beat or miss because their reported or Wall Street numbers don't get the full picture. Well, so here we are talking distortions, and basically you're suggesting that about one-third of what's being forecast is these unusual gains in terms of the earnings surprise. So what kind of hit would you forecast the company to take if indeed it winds up delivering the kind of earnings you're expecting it to deliver? Yeah, this stock also gets a very unattractive rating. So in this situation, and usually in these reports where we're identifying the companies most likely to miss, uh, we, we also like to pair those up with and make that make that list also include stocks that get bad ratings. So like it's going to be a miss and it's overvalued. So it's got more downside than usual. And this situation, I mean, there's a lot of downside here. I mean, the the uh, no growth value of the business is you know twelve bucks a share, and it's at sixty seven. So. You know, biotech is always something that's a little bit shady for us because models sort of don't matter. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of these biotech companies are losing a ton of money, but if the drug hits, it doesn't matter. Uh, but this one is a, uh, it's not your typical little sort of startup biotech. It's a $10 billion, almost $11 billion market cap. So a steadier business. So I don't know that there's a drug out there that's going to sort of take them off the mat, so to speak, because these guys are... are not doing well in terms of free cash flow and expensive valuation. So I think you've got a lot of downside. I don't like to make predictions, you know, exactly like how much, but I can tell you the risk is very high. Is there a no growth value you're willing to put on the business? Yeah, the, the no growth value, the economic book value is 12 bucks a share. And it's trading for five and a half times that right now. So that's right. That's what happens if this all comes to roost. David, great stuff as always. This case, it's ticker symbol tech. Biotechni, it is in the danger zone. Appreciate your time, David. We'll talk to you again next week. My pleasure, Chuck. Thank you. That's David Trainer. He is president and founder at New Constructs. It's newconstructs.com on Twitter at New Constructs. David's on Twitter too. He is at the Real D Train 37. And we are heading for home on today's edition of Money Life. Up next, it's market call time. We're talking funds and ETFs with Janet Brown from No Load Fund X when we come back in just a moment. Oh, wow. This is actually pretty dangerous. 